0: We are gathered here today to discuss this portion. First, I need to know the date on the calendar that we observe. Amen. Yom Kamisha saw Babu. This is Shabbat Wayera, Mamuban Wayera. And he appeared Wayera in its proper pronunciation. Chapter 18 of the book of Genesis. So, this is what I want to, how I would like to start this portion. If you recognize that what, was, what happened last week in Shabbat Lech Lecha. Avram meets the king of the universe. Amen. And immediately tells him get up and get out. If you didn't pay attention to the whole theme of it was he needed to be separated from everybody so God could work with him according to his desire and according to his will. It was not for him to be up in everybody's face. He was supposed to be separated and even down to the fact that it, even some of his own family had to be separated from him. Yes. Yes? So now... Avraham, the man who God renamed, now in his caravan with his family, wealthy, right? God didn't say get out and you got to drag around and be poor, he was wealthy, right? So we pick up in the 18th chapter, in the first verse, and it reads on this wise.
1: And the appeared unto him by the presence of Mamre, as he sat in the tent door, giving heaven was to and he lifted up his eyes, and looked at him, three men stood over against him. And when he saw them, he ran to meet them from the tent door, and bowed down to the earth, and said, my Lord, now I have found favor in thy life. Pass not away. I pray thee from thy servants. Let thou a little water be fixed, And wash your feet and recline yourself under the trees.
0: Yes, so now our father Abraham saw three men. Mm-hmm. That's the way they simply put it. Three men. Abraham has been running into men for a long time in this journey. <laughs> Something was different about these three and he recognized it right off the back. When he came to him, he said, let me, let, let me wash your feet.
1: Uh-huh.
0: Now I'm saying that to say that sometimes we get haughty and sometimes we don't recognize what it is to be hospitable,
1: uh-huh.
0: right? So now when he said that, he said, come on, let me, let me wash your feet. Uh-huh. Let me, somebody might say, I ain't washing nobody's feet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that, that's your own arrogance talking. That's, that's your, all that ego stuff out there involved with it. Mm-hmm. When you come, when the guests come to you, you recognize, and clearly he recognized these were no ordinary men,
1: mm-hmm.
0: right? He said, let me wash your feet mm-hmm. and recline yourself under the tree and relax. That's where they get this term, the hospitality of Abraham. See, in order for you to be after the likeness of Abraham, and we're going to talk about this thing after the likeness of Abraham, but in order for you to be after the likeness of Abraham, you got to practice those things that Abraham did. Let's go. And I'm going to
1: put you a morsel of bread and stay your heart. After that, he shall pass on a question witness ye are come to your servant. And they said, So do what says. And Osmar casting enter the tent unto Sarah and said,
0: He didn't get a servant.
1: He didn't get the servant.
0: He went and got his own wife. He know what her bread tastes like. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, I know how you are. You gonna need it. So it's gonna be right. You you get up, and I know, and 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 guess what? Guess what she didn't do. Why I gotta make the bread? We got some servants. She didn't do that. She says, You want me to make the bread? Yeah. Give me the flour, give me the water, bring it over here. She did what she had to do because this was about honor and dignity. See, we take it from the other way. It's not honorable to wait on people. According to our fathers, a very honorable undertaking. Let's go
1: ran into the herd and fetched the calf, finger and good, and gave unto the servant and he hastened to bless it. And he took curd and milk, and the calf which he had dressed, and set it before them. And he stood by them under the trees, and they did eat. And they said unto him, where is Sarah thy wife? And he said, behold, man, the tent. And he said, I will certainly return to thee when the season comes round. No time my wife shall <laughs> have a son. Uh huh. And Sarah heard in the death door with what behind him. Uh-huh. Now, I behind the Sarah was old and well stricken in age. It had ceased to be with Sarah after the man of women. Yes, it wouldn't have been no other
0: way for this car.
1: Uh-huh. You know, See?
0: When he told Abraham, he said, listen, I'm going to make a great nation out of you. I'm going to make your seeds greater than the stars of the heaven and the sand of the seashore. And Abraham left his house at 75 years old. And even all the way up to 90 years old, he didn't
1: have no children.
0: He's like, um, you keep saying this, Lord, but the one that's going to inherit my house is Eliezer of Damascus. He said, you know, and I told y'all before, you can't find nowhere here." Well, Abraham said, well, God, do, bless me, give it to me, do it, do this, do that. He had nothing to say out of his mouth to God. He just waited on God. He said, listen, this is what's going on. Now, you know what happened once Mother Sarah stopped having the manner of women? They got all in the cases of despair, yeah. so what' she do take my take my hand baby. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah,
0: I gotta Speak I gotta build you up see she wasn't worried about that little prideful thing oh you're getting... that wasn't the mission she understood that the mission was for this man to have seed because God had said something about his seed would be his servants forever, so she was trying to uh, 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 Assist that situation, but the reality is, God don't need no help. God don't need no help. So, what happens is that she did that. God, I, I don't know what God thought about it, but it was, it was fine. I mean, he had the boy, you smile, came, and then and went okay. God said, No, not that one. I know what you did, I saw it, I watched the whole thing, but no, not that one. There's one that's coming, not just from you, but from you and her. He said, and, 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 and you know, Abraham, a little puzzled, I know she old, uh, I'm getting old and old by the day, but the reality was he believed in God and it counted him for what the Moptia said this morning, for righteousness. This is what the reality was. So now here he was, he was doing the whole thing, watching. now here comes God. Right on time. See, you thought he was out of time, right? Because it had ceased to be after Sarah with the man of women. That didn't mean nothing to God. What's that man of women stuff? That's what what y'all do. That's how I made y'all. But now, here I am. And I said that next year, not even now. I ain't even doing that. Next year at this time, she going to give birth. She heard him. And she was behind there, and she was like, (coughs) (laughs) that man's crazy. (laughs) She knew he was out of his mind at that point.
1: Mm. I'm
0: going to give birth?
1: Mm.
0: At 90, Mm. I'm going to give birth? (laughs) Shit, let's go.
1: And Sarah laughed within herself.
0: Yes, Tumsheet.
1: I don't know what's old. Shall I have been to my Lord's being old, also? soul? <laughs> <laughs> and your old of a Why do you settle that? Mm. Saint Elias, a certainty, very a for your old? Mm. Is anything too hard for your own? That's the question.
0: <laughs> what's too hard for me? <laughs> this is what they call in English a rhetorical question. <laughs> because you already know the answer to this, right? There is nothing too hard for him. Our mother Sarah was reacting like human beings would, right? This was, and notice now, she laughed. It made a point to say she laughed within herself. And then the messenger said, why did she laugh? And I know she was like,
1: I didn't, I, didn't, I, I didn't do
0: that. What's, what's good about uh-uh, I ain't You want me to laugh? I ain't laughing, I ain't laughing. Laugh. Because, you know, when people start telling you what you're doing in your own mind, you start to get a little nervous. Like, what you doing? What you talking to me about? Well, I ain't laughing. I'm nothing, no, about nothing. not know what
1: you're
0: That wasn't me, Ish. We good. Yeah. Let's go. Let's read on.
1: At the same time, I will return unto thee. When the season comes down, and thou shalt bear at first. Since arrived, art not thing. I laugh not, <laughs> he was afraid. And he said, Mary, mm-hmm. but now this glass. Yes. And the men rose up from thence and looked out towards Sodom. And Abraham went with them to bring them on the way. the he said, shall I hide from Abraham that which I am doing, seeing that Abraham shall surely become a great and mighty nation, and all the nations of the earth shall be blessed in him. For I have known him to the end that he may command his children and his household after him, that they may keep the way of Jehovah to do righteousness and justice, to of world, bring upon Abraham that which he has spoken of him.
0: Yes. So now they're sitting there. Let me talk to you a little bit more about these three men. You mm-hmm. keep hearing, and Jehovah said. And the Lord said. Right? And there's three men sitting there and you're saying, well, is, you know, sometimes this might be a little confusing because you don't know whether the way you're thinking about it, the three men, well, is, is, is God talking out of heaven down to these people? What's happening here? What's the scene that's going on? The messengers of God were often referred to as God. They were not God. I need for you to get this clear. There is nothing but God. Nothing nothing gets to be equal to him. Nothing gets to be compared unto him. He does not manifest himself as people. But when they're addressing the messenger of God, they're talking to God, they're not talking to this. The angel don't run nothing. Do you understand that? Angels don't run anything. They are just a vehicle for the conversation. A living communication device between the one that is being addressed and the king of the universe himself. So they addressed him. They were addressing God. The word of God was coming back and forth between him and his messenger, but Avraham was addressing the king of the universe, right? So you gotta be clear and careful because sometimes people say, see, God is, was on the planet, walking around. No, he wasn't.
1: No, he wasn't.
0: These were just messengers. Okay. Living telephones. And all the thing they were supposed to do was do the will of the creator. If you ever realize as you go through the book, the messengers of God never have names right? They ain't never got no name. You ain't got no name. What you gonna call it? You ain't praying to me, I ain't got no name. Don't ask my name. They done told you on top. Don't ask. Don't, why are you asking, seeing that it's him? I'm not, that's not what it is. Because I'm not here to be in charge. I'm here to give you the word of the Elohim. That's what I'm here to do. Let's go. And your horn
1: says, Bury the cry of on is Street, and bury the sinners seen grievous. I will go down now and see whether they have done all together according to the cry which has come unto me. And if not, I will know. And the men turned from this and went towards Sodom. But Abraham stood <laughs> yet before Yahweh, and Abraham drew near and said. Will
0: down a sweep away
1: the righteous with the wicked? Oh, here it comes. Let's go. Where did you a fifty righteous within the dead? Will down a sweep away and not forgive the place for the fifty righteous that are therein? Come on. be far from me to after this manner, to slay the righteous with the wicked? Okay,
0: so, That's go ahead, go ahead. So.
1: so the righteous should be as the wicked? So,
0: do justly? This is Abraham's question.
1: Abraham is
0: addressing this messenger in as the way that, uh, in his only way that he could do in his own understanding. Right? In his mind, he said, this, this, this can't be right. You, you can't be going to sweep away the, the righteous with the wicked. Right? Because th- that doesn't seem right to me. Notice God allowed all of this little banter. Yes, um, yes. And I'm saying this to you because we clearly know that in the future times, God will say things like, when I get ready to do it, I'm doing it with everything.
1: Right.
0: So you, 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 when I get ready to dance, every everything got to get on the floor,
1: That's right?
0: right? you get caught up in the wrong thing, you can talk about you righteous you want to. When my indignation comes and you can't talk to me about what's righteous and what's right, what's good, what's bad, yes. I am the author of life and death. I create, I kill, I make alive. I'm God, and it's yes. always right. Yes. Yes. See, I, I stopped to say that because we got to get out of, the fe- out, of this, out of this place where we think that we get to set the parameters for God. Amen. Nobody gets to put him in a box. Yes. Nobody. Nobody. But he allowed this from Avram because yes. he knew Avram meant it with purity
1: yep.
0: and sincerity. Mm-hmm. Let's go.)
1: By finding Sodom 50 righteous within the city, and I will forgive all the plagues for the city. <laughs> and my mom and said, Behold, now I have taken upon me to speak unto Yah. well, but dust and ashes. Perfectly, there shall lack five of the 50 righteous. Will thou destroy all the cities for the lack of five? And he said, I will not destroy it. I find there 40 and 5. And he spoke unto him yet again and said, Perfect if there shall be 40 found there. And he said, I will not do it for the forty sake. And he said, Oh, let not your own be angry, and I will speak. Perfect if there shall 30 be found there. And he said, I will not do it if I find 30 there. And he said, Behold, now I have taken upon me to speak unto Per Perfection, there shall be twenty five days. And he said, I will not do it for the twenty six. And he said, Oh, let not your be behavior, huh. and I will speak yet, but this one.
0: was bargaining for his nephew's life. He didn't want to just simply come out and say, can you, can you break Lot up out of there? You know, he, he was trying to be more encompassing about righteousness, banking on the fact that what he had taught his nephew, right, would hold up. Because if Lot had gone down there and become like unto them, then you couldn't in righteousness ask God to save the wicked. That's where they get this idea that you can only pray with 10 people. You need 10 people to pray. I just want you to know what God said about that. God said with the twos and threes that gather together in my name, I'll be there. I'll be there. I want you to know another secret. I've been by myself. Yes. This is the great king. Part of the greatness that he is, is that he can hear the prayers of all, every living creature. And when I say that, I want to blow your mind for a minute. I'm not just talking about the ones you can see. There are creatures living on you that you can't see. I'm talking about the God who knows the needs of every living creature and can satisfy them all. What makes Him so great is that he don't need middle man. When you're a president and a, an a, and, and a, and a overlord and a whatever else you think you are, in order for you to do your you know, rule and, and guide and do all that, you need people because you can't do it by yourself. Yeah. You need to do this thing called sleep. You need to do this thing called eat. You might even have to go to the bathroom. Yes, I'm, yes. Talking about the, I'm talking about the greatest of all of them who could not do it in any other way. You know How many times have you been there and everybody's trying to talk to you at once? Yes. Like five or six people. Yes. They all try to talk to you at once. You're looking at them, you, listen, I can't listen to all of you at once. Can you just wait a second? You, you go first. Okay, let me hear you. Did you get me? Yes. This is the one who hears it all at once,
1: all at once.
0: and can decipher and, and maneuver and deal for the whole earth yes. because he's great like that. Mm-hmm. So here we are. He let his friend Abraham, his love, that's what he called him, Abraham, my love. See? You got to hear this now. Abraham was the one he waited for in all space and time. He was the culmination of what God wanted from mankind. It wasn't Adam, it wasn't Eber, it wasn't Noah. The book even says that Noah was righteous in his generation. Abraham was righteous for all time and space. And God recognized it. That's why he told him, get up, get out. Because here it comes. My reign in all the earth through you. Think what this is. Let's go, my Lord, please.
1: And the two angels came to Sodom and Eden, and sat in the gate of Sodom, and saw them and rose up to meet them. And he fell down on his face to the earth, and he said, behold no now, my Lord, turn aside, I pray you, into your servant's house, and tarry all night, and wash your feet, Ye shall rise up early and go on your way. Yes. And they said, Nay, but we will abide in the poor place all night. <laughs> and, he say, and he urged them greatly. Yes. And they turned in unto him and entered into his house.
0: Because Lot. Understood. You saw how he met him. He met him like his uncle met him. Mm-hmm. He understood what it was. His words of his uncle had not gone on deaf ears. He understood he was functioning in a righteous manner. He saw righteous people and said, let me get you out of here. Because I know what's going on in this city. Mm-hmm. That's like somebody come here and they go, well, uh, we want to go down on, on, on. Uh, well, you ain't going there. <laughs> Real simple, you're not going there. We're going into this street, Greenwich Street, and this street, no, we ain't going there either. Well, I want to see the city. Well, you will look at this part of the city.
1: <laughs>
0: Why? Why would you, I wouldn't, I, I'm seeing some man of God, you're not going to this place and that place. I'm, no way am I taking you over there. So when he saw it and he knew what was going on, he said, no, come into my house.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I got you. Mm-hmm. Let me keep you safe. Mm-hmm. Let's go, let's read you.
1: And he first did break and they turned in unto him and entered into his house. And he made them a feast, and did bake unleavened bread, and they did eat. But before they lay down, uh-huh. the men of the city, even up their sorrow, come past the house round, both young and old, all the people from every quarter. And they called unto Lot and said unto him, Where are the men that came in to thee this night? Bring them out unto us that we may know them. Mm-hmm. And Lot went out unto them to the door and shut the door after him. And he said, I pray thee, my brethren, do not so wickedly. Behold now, I do not, and have not known men that pray you bring them unto you, and do heed to them as is good in your eyes, only these men do nothing, for uh-huh. as much as they, these men do nothing, for as much as they are come under the roof in the shadow of my roof. And they said, stand back. And they said, this one fellow came in to jerk sojourn, and he will needs to play the judge, now will we feel worse with, thee with them? Yes,
0: so now, oh, wow. you gotta hear what's happening. Uh-huh, uh-huh. That's crazy. Brought him to his house. They come knocking on the door. Hi. <laughs> we here for the men's. <laughs> Lot says, no, I got some daughters you can, now people try to condemn Lot for that. And it may be terrible, but you have to understand the time. A man's life that came into your house was your responsibility his very life was your responsibility once you offered him shelter. And as terrible as it might have been, what may have happened to his daughters, he was not willing to give up the men of God to suffer the fate of the abomination Mm -hmm. for no reason to his own life remember he stepped outside and closed the door behind him Right he didn't he didn't he, he didn't he didn't just talk He wasn't peeking through the door he went outside closed the door behind him and said that's not happening oh <clears throat> and They started talking all that smack what they were gonna do, let me just interrupt to say this. This is how every kingdom in all of history has ever been destroyed. If you pay attention to history, the every hegemony that has ever existed in all of the world. Just go look at them. You don't have to take my word for it. Just go read about their history. They get to a place where the debauchery and the the lewd and lascivious behavior gets to a place where they Mm -hmm. self-destruct. Because almighty God, blessed be his name, is a God of truth and justice. Yes. And nobody gets away. Even this nation, let me see what the nation was called. Um, Israel yes. When our stink reached to the highest of heaven, God said, not you either.
1: I'm holy
0: every day. You represent me and this is the way you behave. Get out! Get out! Get away from me before I hurt you. God don't play no favorites. His righteousness is impeccable. unswaying you cannot stand, there's no people that has ever survived being listen any place that wants to survive had better tone it down cause nobody's coming to get you but God you talking this and talking that and doing this and doing that See, somebody might say, you talking anti-what? I'm not talking anti-anybody. I'm talking anti... What's the word I want to use? Anti-abomination. That's what I'm talking about. You can't tell me that it's okay that you do all of these abominable things and it's just okay. But... Listen, we have to face the fact that God is all about righteousness. It ain't about, come on, it ain't about gender, it's not about color. It's not about this or that. It's about righteousness. He sets the tone for what is right. And if you don't want to meet up to it, then you got to deal with he who lives forever. Amen. The one against whom there is no collection of powers that can destroy him.
1: Hallelujah.
0: Master of legions, they say. <laughs> he owns tornadoes.
1: Yes.
0: hurricanes yes. are his, yes.
1: Yes.
0: snow yes. and vapor, storm and wind.
1: Yes.
0: You gotta stay on the side of right. Always. Be good to one another. Be good and represent God in a good way when you go in the street. It ain't about just being good on this corner. It's about being good when you leave this corner. Because everybody good when you come into the house of the Lord. The question is what happens when you leave the house of the
1: Lord?
0: Is God proud of you when you're walking on Fifth Avenue? I want to know is God proud of you when you're in Madison Square Garden? Let's go, my Lord.
1: <laughs> and they pressed so upon the man, even more And they and drew near to break the door. But the men put forth their hand and brought God into the house to them. And the door they shut. And they smote the men that were at the door of the house with blindness, both small and great. So they so that they wearied themselves to find the door. Wait a minute. I, wait a minute. Did I, I, did I hear right?
0: I just want a little quarter. Did I hear right?
1: They
0: smoked the evil men with blindness. And they didn't say, oh, I'm blind, let me go away. They was trying to do their wickedness blind. Let me feel the door. That's what I'm talking about. There's a level of debauchery that you get to that you can't even think right. Right? Your mind becomes bedaubed with foolishness and stupidity. Yes. You're so entrenched in your desire to do the evil. And you're so entrenched in all of the things that you have already imagined in your own mind that you won't even give it up. But even when the problem comes, yes. Come on, sir.
1: And the men said unto Lot, Hast thou here in the desire? Son in law, and thy sons, and thy daughters, and whomsoever thou hast in the city, bring them out of the place. For we will destroy this place because the pride of them is right straight before Jehovah. Mm-hmm. Jehovah hath sent us to destroy it. And Lot went up and spoke unto his sons in law. He married his daughter and said, Up, oh, get you out of this place, for your home is destroyed. See? But he seemed unto his sons in law as one that jested. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and when the morning arose, then the angels hastened, Lot saying, Arise, take thy wife and thy two daughters that are here. Let's start. he be swept away in the iniquity of the city. So now
0: he went and told his sons in law, Let's go. It's, it's time. Lot saying, listen, God is going to destroy this place. We got to go. We got to go. We got to go. And the son said, man, listen, I got a flat over here, and I got some business dealings.
1: And, you know,
0: come on. Come on, pops. It's going to be all right. I know. You're a little nervous, right? Sound like, sound like something that somebody might say, let's say, um, here. You know, I got a, I, you want me to leave, don't you know? I got a 401K, my stock portfolio is worth about, you know, and, and you know, and, and so like, there's no way I'm doing that. I'm, I'm, I'm vested.
1: Vested. <laughs>
0: huh. <laughs> because, One day, Maury might stand up and say, we got to go. And the reality is, some of us are going to stay. Some of us are going to stay, because you're going to be fearful that you might have to plant a potato, or you might have to move out of your condo. Or, you know, I just got through paying for my... (laughs) Let me just tell you this. You you had better begin to prepare your mind right now. You had better begin to prepare your mind right now. Because time... Is it, nobody's blind? You, you, this is an unprecedented time in history. You turn on CNN and you see the whole Tanakh coming to knock come pass. I just sit there and watch go, oh that's that scripture, and that's that one. I be sitting there going, ooh, ooh, let me check this. I go right back to the videotape, I, whoa. People sit there in the job and they say, Well, you know, (coughs) Rabbi, why why you why does bother don't bother me. (laughs) Why aren't you why aren't you upset? I said, I'm I'm beyond upset. See at this stage of the game now I'm just watching and seeing how God is moving the pieces. Right? Because this is his game. Right? And he's never needed you.
1: To win, right? I
0: mean, I mean. Listen, remember the fight. There's too many of them to number. Get all your men. Yeah, okay. That's too many.
1: Because
0: I need to prove a point. Right? Let the Lord prevail. You just built a house, go home. You just got married, go home. You just built a vineyard, go home. If you're scared, go home. There was 3,000 left, my, if I'm remembering my math. And then he said, of the 3,000, listen, set them down to the water. And tell them to drink from the water. He had some real tough guys, you know. That's some real tough guys. I mean real, real soldiers. I mean real powerful dudes, right? Like, like, like you were scared of them just when they got, when they walked out their house, you closed your door. Yeah. That, that, that's the kind of thing. And they, and,
1: <laughs> and they looking like, yeah.
0: But then, there was these other ones that ran out in the water and jumped in and was like, "Ah!" God said, "Take them, all the lordly drinkers, send them home too. Ended up with three hundred. Sound familiar? Same story. These people ain't got nothing original. But anyway. Um, and at, and so the 300 against the innumerable army. Yes. I remember reading somewhere where it said, and more fell by the hail and the and and and, and the lightning yes. than got touched with the sword. Yes. Right? What was it? This was a battle that God was fighting. Yes. Yes. It's always the battle that God is fighting. You are just there for decoration. God allows you to get some honor and glory in the matter. But to him alone belongs the glory. So he didn't need nobody. He didn't need nobody. So I need to synopsize now um, because y'all had a long breakfast. So I need to just do a little synopsizing right now. So, you know, what happens, they, they leave in the city, and of course they tell them, don't look back. Why not look back? Because some things are not meant for you to see. See, the works of God are not always for the people of the world. Right? That place got destroyed, and I, just recently, I'm talking about in the last 15, 20 years, maybe, they said there may be some signs of growth over there. <laughs> Because when God destroys, he's destroying. The mother turned around, she turned into a pill of salt because she didn't want to leave. She didn't want to leave. Right? So that's why I'm telling you right now, get your mind together. Don't get so attached to all of this, this trapping around you. You better get more attached to God than you are attached to the to the to the Benz and to the Lincoln and the, and whatever else that you think that you got. You better be attached to God. So when they turn around and they left, um, even but Lot had had city sickness too. He wasn't ready to plant nothing. He was like, um um um, there's this little city over there. It's just a little teeny one over there. They, 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 they ain't even got a 42nd street. They, they streets only go up to 12. Lord, let me get over there. Let me go. Uh, said, and the Lord heard him in this matter too. And he went there and soon come, all of those that escaped the, one, the first one was right there with him. God destroyed that too. Then him and his daughters go out and his daughters decide for whatever reason that they're the last people on the whole planet. Now you know what? I'm going to tell you I don't know what that scene looked like. I don't know what that scene looked like. Everybody talks about oh that was just just listen stop. You weren't there. You didn't see it. You didn't. This was the devastation of God. So they said um, we need to repopulate the earth. So they got all drunk, laid him down. This one this night came back. And the next one said, I did it last night. You got to get all drunk tonight. Now, notice something. In both occasions, God caused them to be with children. This was something that was not of their own mind, so get a, get a grip. God does what he wants to do, and he doesn't have to ask your permission. He does what he wants to do. And Moab and Ammon were born, right? That's how it happened. And don't. Don't be so down on Moab, because um, huh. you know your history, the greatest king that ever lived, yes. Dawid Ben Yishah, mm-hmm. had Moabite lineage. We're just, we just telling the truth. Ain't no sense in lying about stuff. So everybody wanna talk about what happened and this thing and that thing and blah, blah, blah. That's all your business. But you better pay attention and stop trying to think that you can overthink God, because you never will. The next chapter, I'm just synopsizing. We're gonna wind up in 21 uh, Quote, but the next chapter, here's what happens. Here we go again. He goes down now into into the the Philistines. Mm -hmm. Abraham with his wife into the Philistines. Mm -hmm. And he tells his wife, Action!
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> Y'all know what that meant, right? Yes. Um, wh- who, who am I? You brother, sister? Oh, Amen. You know how it works, because right. <laughs> it had worked. Now I know there's a controversy about whether or not Pharaoh had. To, I I have to tell you, I cannot imagine in my mind our father Abraham going with the same plan if it didn't work the first time. That's just my opinion. Be gung-ho about that? This is the woman he loves. Wait a minute, now, think about this. Now, this ain't just some woman. This is the woman he loves. This is the original ride or die. You don't get no more ride or die than this here. Right? She's the original. He loved her. Here he comes. Second time, telling me my sister. There had to be something in there. Had to be something that worked. Right? So here we he went. It's my sister. La 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 la. He takes her. And All of a sudden, God plagues the whole kingdom. Avimelech comes and says, um, then God comes to Avimelech, and and here's what I love. Avimelech and them had their own God. But when the king, the master of all legions, appears to you, you know you have been appeared, I have had audience with he who lives forever. Ain't no question in your mind, well, I think that I may have been visited by God. No, you don't think that. If you think that, then you have not been visited by God. There's no question when he comes to visit. So Avi Melech gets a visit from the king of the universe and tells him, listen, don't touch her. That's, That's a prophet's wife. If you touch her, I'm going to destroy your whole thing. Don't touch her. I'm warning you. Do what you think is good for you. By that time, God had already shut up the wombs of all the people. And some people think this was some benign kind of, uh, of curse that it was, you know, he had shut up their wombs so that people could maybe get pregnant. This was not about shutting up wombs where people could get pregnant. This was about shutting up wombs of women who were pregnant and ready to deliver. And God wouldn't let the baby out. Amen. You are talking about the best of all things. This was a horrible time. there was cries and people and people dying and things all happening all right now. and Avi Melek wants to know what's happening. And God appears to him and said, "Listen, eh, oh by the way, and when you let her go, he needs to pray for you. because if he don't pray for you, you're doomed. So you know the story, he lets her go, he asks the question, he says, well it is my sister, she's the daughter of my father, not the daughter of my mother. I didn't lie, she became my wife, yeah, 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 all that's good but you shouldn't have did that, yeah, I got you but I don't think that you're a God-fearing man so I did what I needed to do, and so now here it is, yeah, 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 this is what it is this is the story, this is, and so now and so now, at this point now he's only thing he wants to do is um, get the blessing, get this plague up off of him, and then, you know, give him some gifts, and and by the way uh, dearie, I gave your brother a thousand pieces of silver, this is as a shutting of the eyes, <laughs> I like, ain't nothing happened. You witness. I ain't touch you. We we good, right? All right. And yeah, you can have some property out here too. Where you want to live? You want over here? You want over there? Wherever he want to go, let him go. Thus says Avimelech. <laughs> so he wound up in this place called Beer Sheva, right? So now in the twenty-first chapter, we pick up. And
1: Jehovah remembered Sarah as he had said. And Jehovah said unto Sarah, As he had spoken. And he did unto Sarah as he had spoken. And Sarah conceived and poor Abraham's son in his old age at the same time of which Elohim had spoken to him. And Abraham called the name of his son that was born unto him. And Sarah brought to him Isaac. Hmm. And Abraham circumcised his son Isaac when he was eight days old, as Elohim had commanded him. And Abraham was a hundred years old when he, when his son Isaac was born unto him. <laughs> Hallelujah. And Sarah said, Elohim has made laughter for me. Everyone that hears will laugh on account of me. Yes. Oh, and he said, Who would have said unto Abraham that Sarah should give? She
0: not only had a baby, she was able to nurse that baby. It wasn't dried up and it wasn't gone. She God rejuvenated everything. This is the great God, right? This is the Master of all things. So she had the child, and now oh, go back to a little synopsis I had to read about the birth of Isaac. But you got to go back to a little synopsis here, because now. There's the problem. They're about to wean Isaac, they have a little party. And she don't like the way Ishmael is dealing with her boy. You gotta imagine that Mother Sarah was the most overprotective entity on the planet. Right? Like like bears, lions, tigers, nothing. Nothing. I, I'm not You did what you you put dust on him? No, 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 this is not, you, did you see the dog walk three feet, tell the kennel master if he wants to keep his job, dogs better not be no more than 20 feet away from my boy, hear me, at all times, she meant that, she meant that, so here was the situation and then she says, listen, um, Avraham, that woman and her child, gotta go. Gotta go. Now Avraham was hurt. That was his son, let's, let's, let's get this together, that was his son. And if you wanna get real technical about it, that was his firstborn, right? He loved this boy. And before he could go through the motions of what he should do in his mind, why? Because Sarah was the love of his life. This is my son. God said, listen, listen to your wife. No, I'm not even going to let you bring work over time on this one. Listen to your wife. Send him away. He's not to inherit with Yitzchak. See, I'm doing a different thing. In this modern age, they think they just and started with this genetic engineering. No, not so. God knew exactly how he wanted this done. Abraham had to have that child with Sarah. Hagar was not the right DNA material to bring forth the child that God wanted to bless, period. End of story. End of story. So now, here it comes now. Even, yes, Avram. even Abraham, get rid of your son and his mother. They got to go. And he said, um, Shalom Aleichem.
1: I <laughs> love you. Always be honest.
0: Send me a message. But you got to go. Right? And he sent her away, gave her the cruise of water and this, and he sent her away. And this is what happened. And they did what they were supposed to do. And God told him, I'm going to watch out for the boy. Yes? He's your seed. Don't think I don't got him. No matter where he's at, I got him. Now Abraham was good. All right, you got him. I'm good. Cause I know what it means to be got by God. Right? I've already witnessed it. I've already seen it. Lived it. So you going out there? You think he left them without telling them? And only to the God that I taught you, son, do you give honor and glory. That's why Yishmael is who he is. And people can get mad all they want. Don't change the fact. That was Abraham's seed. So now, uh, the, the Avimelech people want to fight with um, Abraham because why? because they're out there in the arid desert.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: They're digging wells and it's the only way they get water. And Abraham's crops are growing. <laughs> He's planting things in dust, sprinkling a little water on it, and it's growing up. <laughs> and their stuff, Not so much. lackluster. <laughs> <laughs> so now, here you are in my land, getting great benefits that I don't, there's a fight. So they start, and Avi Miller gets involved in it immediately, he said, listen, I ain't know nothing about that. <laughs> <laughs> Just wanna be clear, you ain't got no beef, we already settle ours, we good. Everybody get away, don't bother this man. And then Avraham did something that, the Maftia talked about a little bit this morning, about um, we don't do things and accept kindness without repaying that kindness. Because that's just who we're supposed to be. Because that's who your father is. I got a little secret to tell you. The entire Torah. I'm about to say something controversial for some people because you know people believe, they say the Torah existed before mankind and all that stuff. If you think about God and his eternity, sure. Because people aren't born yet that are in the eternity of God. But on the planet, the Torah didn't exist. The Torah is simply a guide for you and I to pattern our lives after Abraham and Sarah. I want you to hear me now. The Torah is the guide to force us to be Abraham and Sarah. I'm going to prove it to you in a minute. I want you to remember what I just said to you. Because I'm going to prove this. This is not even a thing of, oh, this is some po- popped up thing out of my head. I'm about to prove this to you. See, because they went through all this and he d- dwelt in Be'er Sheva, but here it comes. 22nd chapter of this of this portion, and it reads
1: on this part. And it came to pass after these things that Elohim did prove Abraham <laughs> and said unto him, Abraham. And he said, Here him, huh? And he said, Take now thy son, thy twenty setting thou thou lovest, even Isaac, and get thee into the land of Moriah.
0: Can you imagine what went through his mind? I waited a hundred years for this boy. You told me that he was going to be all of this and all of that I've dreamed of him and his children and his children's children and now you tell me take now thy son, thine only son and take him up on the mountain and offer him up there in a place that I'm going to tell you of. The beauty of that scenario is the next line and Abraham rules.
1: Isaac his son. And he cleaved the word for the offering and rose up and went unto the place
0: which Elohim had told her. That is the beauty. Lord, Lord, he heard the word of God and no matter what it did in him. Amen. He said, Let's go.
1: Amen. That's right. Amen. That's right.
0: No matter what it did in him. He said, let's go. Because he understood that nothing can be good unless it's blessed of God. Mm -hmm. So he got his son, he cleaved the wood, he said, let's go. Saddled ass, got his boys and said, let's go. Now you imagine the face he has to keep. You imagine the composure he has to keep. Mm -hmm. You imagine all of that While it's all running through him, Chief of Chiefs, last time he said at this point in his mind, he was already gone.
1: That's right.
0: He had already had this in his mind. This is already done. The word of God has come and it's done. Let's go.
1: On the third day, Abraham stood and saw the place of Borrow. Abraham said unto his young Abide ye here, which yeah. And I am glad who go yonder, and we will worship and come back to you. And Abraham took the wood out of the burnt offering and laid it upon Isaac his son. And he took his hand, in his hand the fire and the knife, and they went both of them together. Isaac spoke unto Abraham his father, said, My father. Oh, the fire the wood:
0: Oh, that was the perfect answer. And I need to interject this. Isaac was not some little top
1: That's
0: traveling right? along with his father.. This was a big boy full of understanding and wisdom and knowledge. He understood the art of offering. He understood all of the things, all of the necessary accoutrement was there except for the offering itself. He was beginning to feel it. There was a situation. And Isaac was no little boy. I want to remind you that Abraham had trained men. They went and fought against five kingdoms, yes? Yes. What do you think Isaac was?
1: (laughs) No (laughs) slaps. I just
0: want you to know this was no little softy, softy, pushover, pushover, softy guy. This is a big, strapping boy, Abel, and his father was 100 years old. As much of a sin as he might have been, he probably couldn't run as fast as his son at that point. You never know, Abraham might have
1: jumped over. <laughs> he might have had a few
0: extra little tricks. But still, my point is, He was no little boy and no slouch. Mm
1: -hmm. Let's go. So they went both and things together. And they came to the place which Elohim told him of. And I will have built the altar there. And made the wooden order. I
0: need to stop, and when he bound him, imagine now what's going on. Yeatscock is now a part of this. Yeatscock is now what? A willing participant in him honoring God. I want you to know who your fathers work. It wasn't just that Abraham understood. Yeatscock, at that son if my father's doing this this does not mean that my father doesn't love me this doesn't mean anything negative about him I'm going to stand father I'm not going to allow you to take this burden in such a way that you have to be burdened with it I'm going to stand because God is who he is he and his son understood. they walked together in the fear and the admonishment of God this is a big deal. Amen. This is a big deal. Amen. He went on to say, it. he not bound. He laid him on the wood. I often wonder did they say anything? I often wonder what the conversation was. Or was there no conversation and just Unspoken truth.
1: Abraham stretched forth his hand and took the knife to slay his son. Abraham. Abraham. Yeah, quick.
0: I gotta talk now Cause I need for us to get it clear The writer wrote so that you understand Said now I know that you are God." God knew that already God knew that already When he told him to get up out of his father's house He already knew his heart He already knew what was in there. He already knew the capacity of the kind of man that he was. He recognized him as the perfection of mankind. He already knew who he was. Here was the ticket Abraham needed to know. Abraham needed to know because a lot of times we would think everybody in this room would love to believe that they would do the same that they would be able to 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 rise to the occasion right everybody would like to believe at least believe at least tell people that you pretend like you believe that you would like to rise to the occasion but the reality is until you get in that moment you don't know your strength
1: But Abraham
0: God put him to the test so that he could understand why he was chosen
1: right. okay.
0: cause God already knew
1: yes.
0: El Ain't Soft the, the Maftir told you who he is before El Ain't Soft. David told you in the psalm, he said, you knew all my thoughts before I had one of them. Before I was knit together in my mother's womb, you knew everything about me. So now, here it is. Avraham already, God already knew. It was now time for Abraham to knew. Remember I said, I'm going to prove to you a thing about the Torah? Let me see if you remember this line. And thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart. With all thy soul with all thy might. Did you hear it? Did you see it? Abraham loved him with all his heart, with all his soul and with all his might. God said, I will take nothing less. You got to love me with everything that you are. You gotta love me in the morning and the afternoon. You gotta love me when you're with your wife and with your husband. You gotta love me when you're with your children. You gotta love me when you're with your friends. You gotta love me at all times. You have to love me with all your heart, soul, and might. Morning, evening, and noon. You gotta love me because that's how we love me and I will take nothing less from you. I wrote it right into the book. You got to see it. The Torah is Abraham's life. Now, pattern so that you can be him. God told you, He didn't leave it in no secret. In the book of Isaiah, he came to the prophet, he said, When you want to get the thing right, say what? Right? Mm-hmm. I mean, I, correct me if I'm wrong. He said, look unto the rock from whence you were hewn and from the hole of the pit from whence you were dug. Look unto Abraham, your father, and Sarah, your mother. He didn't talk about, I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying nothing disparaging about Isaac, Jacob, uh, Solomon, David, Moses, all that. He didn't tell you look to them. He told you to find Abraham, find Sarah, do it like they did it, and you're good. Right? Y'all can see that? Can you see his life is the Torah? You got to be good to one another, yes? That's a whole nother lecture. Let's, let's go. That's a whole nother lecture. And Abraham lifted up his eyes and looked. Behold,
1: behind him, a ram in the chicken by his horn. Abraham really tripped around, and offered him up for a burnt offering in the stead of his son. and it's set to this day.
0: Here's the big part. By myself have I sworn. Right? Right? By myself have I sworn. You know, when we swear to things, you know, as kids, you swear to your mama. You you, you, you remember when we were kids? I swear on my great granddaddy (laughs) grave. Right? You start swearing on stuff that you understand in your mind is greater than you. Hmm. Mm. You always said it. I swear by myself. What is that saying?
1: There's nothing greater than me.
0: There's nobody that can change this. There's nobody that can alter it. There's nobody that can make a deviation to it. I have sworn it by my holy name. And this is it forever. And you have been the blessing of the whole earth since you have been made. The question is how do you want to bless the earth? See, that's the question you're going to be a blessing to the earth. The word of God has already been spoken. This word is more sure than one plus one equals two. Somebody might come and tell me some scientific reason why one and one don't equal two because you can never really have this and blah, 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 blah. Like, you know, imaginary numbers and all kind of foolishness and craziness that they taught you. you. You multiply this number that doesn't exist by this number that doesn't exist and you get a number that exists. Okay, um, I, I'm just saying I'm just saying So I, I, I'm dealing in, in the realm of reality here now I'm telling you this word that's here Is better than one plus one God spoke it So it's going to be up to us to determine How we will bless the earth Will you bless them by bringing them the word of God And purveying God to the entire earth Or are you going to bless them by staying under their feet And building up their houses and doing this Which one are you going to do? But you will be a blessing to the earth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Your choice. Let's go.
1: <laughs> so Abraham returned to his young men and they rose up and went to desert to beer sheba And Abraham broke at beer shiva, And it came to that after these things. And it told Abraham, saying, Behold, Milcah, she also had born children unto thy brother Nahor. Who's his firstborn? And who's his brother? And Jemuel, the father of Aram. And Pethetheth, and Hazoth. And Pildas, and Nidla. And Betuel. And Betuel begot the river. These eight did Milcah bear to Nahor, Abraham's brother. And his concubine, whose name was Rehumah. She also bore Tebah and Tahan and
0: Taha and Ma'at. Amen. Y'all know what that was all about, right? Getting that lineage of Betuel in there. Because uh we're about to go into that part of our family. And read about that and see how that's done. So we give thanks to the Most High God and I pray that we have been blessed by those things that we have done thus far. Here in Israel, Jehovah God, Jehovah is
1: one. Come on, yes,